This is a Rooster Teeth production. everybody welcome back to the show uh i think we're at episode 269 which is insane i never thought we'd get here i know you're not used to hearing me at the top but unfortunately mark and brad ran into an issue uh and aren't going to be able to make it to today's recording so instead i went around the office and i found who i could and we're just going to do the episode ourselves um i really didn't want you guys to have to go a week without any content so yeah hopefully this is like actually good and then the guys will be back next week and it's just you know a little fun thing that we got to do in terms of why they're missing well so i don't know if you guys know this but uh last week it was like an ice storm here in texas and the guys didn't want to be here without power and they kind of had a story they were chasing so they they kind of they, they went to Mexico. They went to Mexico and they're kind of stuck there. I don't know why, but they're not going to be back in time for the recording, but it's okay. I'm going to hang out with you guys this week and everything is going to be great. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and introduce everyone that's going to be on the show today. First, we got Mariel, Mariel Salcedo. What's up, everyone? Uh, my name is Mariel. I usually do a bunch of audio stuff here with Mark and Brad. Uh, I do some digitizing of all the vinyl and tape recordings of all the past episodes that we have, uh, upload them, all that fun stuff. Actually, yeah, all of our um, all of our episodes are kind of, uh, I wouldn't say missing, but they're uh, out of commission right now. We actually, um, you know, because of the storm, we have some servers that we were storing everything on. And because the servers were like actually the only thing that was keeping warm, we had like a massive herd of cats come, and uh, the the cats pissed all over everything. Actually, yeah, they they destroyed the servers. They they just there's cat they, there's cat disgusting. piss everywhere. Um, I I actually am pretty pissed because they pissed on my soundboard, and uh, that's the one thing that keeps me going on the days on yeah. the days like today where you know just nothing seems right is my soundboard. So hopefully I'll get that up and running soon. But uh, yeah. thanks for having me here, Kayla. I know it's. I don't know. It's it's chill to, I guess, finally be on the show. I've been working on it for so long. I know it. We've been working on it for literally so long. It's crazy to think that like this is the first time that the audience is hearing like your voice. Like I've obviously chimed in as producer a couple times, but I'm glad that they're going to get to know you in this little one off that we're doing to note about the cat piss thing. Um, I would like to say, surprisingly, it wasn't just the fact that the cat's uh, piss all over the servers it was the act of it freezing thawing and then refreezing that made it extremely corrosive it's actually uh the cdc came down and they literally like it's a hazard like you can't go in it's it's really gross but yeah luckily uh mark and brad insisted when we started the podcast that every episode be simulcast or simultaneously uh recorded both digitally and on analog via vinyl and cassette which you know i thought was ridiculous but hey i've got that on my face now right yeah yeah so i'll be uploading those uh eventually eventually yeah all 268 episodes i don't i don't envy your job uh, i don't either <laughs> but uh all right and uh our final co-host for today's episode is uh zoe terhune I, I i don't actually know what she does i've just seen her a couple times uh, I see you around the office. Uh, we, we've gotten lunch a few times, but I, I, I don't actually know what you do, Mar uh, Zoe. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, uh, I'm Zoe. I work in marketing. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, so basically, I'm the one you can thank for all the tens of thousands of tweets on our Twitter account, at Ask Mark and Brad, and our Instagram, which is also Ask Mark and Brad. Uh, and yeah, that's that's what I do. Just just marketing. Oh, our the tweets are really good. I, oh, yeah. Yeah. They're I thought they you. wrote those tweets. I didn't know that you did that. That's no, no, it's all me. They don't have any original thought. I mean, <clears throat> it's them. Yeah, it's them. I'm I just yeah. I, I always assumed that they didn't tweet their own tweets, but they did just have like an intern follow them around and tweet for them. Yeah, I think they last I heard uh, with our last intern, Doey. Uh, that's what we called yes. her. Yes, uh, Doey was her name. Also, she was physically Doey. <laughs> Doey. Yeah, Doey would just follow them around, and anything that they dictated, she would then tweet. So maybe, I don't know if that's what. We, the situation we got going on there. Yeah, but, yeah I uh, kind of took that over, but made it a little more professional. I didn't tweet everything that they said, just the yeah. real gems. And, you know, followed a couple of big hitters like Cardi yeah. B, stuff yeah. like that. I, I did notice that uh, most of the tweets were deleted or archived. Was that just because, like, your own personal? Like, you wanted a fresh rebrand or, like... I was... Being the only person in marketing, uh, somehow I was not aware of that. I'll have to go oh, check that out. Well, Maybe the cat uh, piss also got to the Twitter servers? Possibly. I don't know how servers work. I just say the things that are... Uh, oh, oh shit. Hold on. I missed a call from uh, Mark and Brad. It looks like they left a voice... It looks like they left a voicemail, though. Hold on. I'm going to I'm gonna play it for you guys. Uh, hey, Kayla. You know, you know, we're here down here um, in Mexico. You know, we went down here for a lot of reasons. We saw some politicians going down here. We thought it could be a good vibe. We're always chasing vibes, but... Um, you know, I'm a little distraught. It's not really what we thought it would be, and we're we're in a new place, and I'm, I don't even yeah, know, man. Hey, hey, what's up, Kayla? It's Mark and Brad, and it's a real mess down here. And we thought it was gonna be popping, straight up, not what I was expecting. Thought it was gonna be honeys. Thought it was gonna be fly. Thought it was gonna be 1992 MTV Spring Break. Kayla, it's none of those things. Now we're at the border. Now the federales are telling us we can't go back in with our mushrooms, which are not recreational these are educational professional mushrooms we bought these with money from the show yes and it's important you understand if you've ever seen the movie sicario sicaro uh sick movie super sick so movie so sick. we're gonna do like what what happens in the border there like we're gonna like move in the cars and stuff right okay? we're just gonna get like 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 josh brolin crazy just getting in between stuff like i kind of see myself as like a benicio del toro you know what i mean mostly it's like an eyebrow situation but straight up i'm not gonna let these fools stop me from coming back but we are gonna miss the show so you guys have to take care of it and listen we we want to make sure the dealer segment gets in there straight we want to make sure that everything keeps working on the show and of yeah. course we gotta get back to the studio that that's important you know that's important number we one priority we're going full yeah. Brolin, full Brolin, full Brolin, full full Benicio, full Sicaro. We'll, we'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> Was that a, a a a cell door slamming in the? Are they in jail? It it sounds like uh, okay. So it sounds like they've been detained by border police, and uh, I God, I I I. <laughs> they make my job in PR so hard when I don't know what they're saying half the time. <laughs> I thought, I thought you were in marketing. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm lost here in terms of, listen, as, uh, as someone who is of Mexican descent, mm. grew up with Mexican family members, I know that the mm. worst place you ever want to be is a Mexican jail. 
So Um, uh, hopefully those guys get out sometime soon. Um, I didn't know that we had a mushroom budget. That would be nice. I've been using the same headphones from like the year I was born. But I mean, we don't having some fun. We don't have a mushroom budget. Uh, They they do. do. Um, And it's not a mushroom budget. It's um, actually the budget that I was forced. It's the uh, it's part of the budget I was forced to make uh, called Mark and Brad's Hush Hush Slush Fund. Uh, and I, it's, it's fine. It's yeah, fine. I can, I, I can confirm considering I work in finance. Mm, oh, interesting. Okay. okay. I thought you're, is it marketing finance or PR? Yes. Huh? Okay. Well, um, so, uh, one note <laughs> that I do have, uh, is that, uh, the segments for today, I'm looking at them and here's the thing. I don't, they wanted me to talk about March Madness and I've literally never <sighs> seen a sport game before. So instead, I thought it'd be kind of fun if we did our own little uh, segments instead for this one-off. Uh, and we just kind of talk about what we want to talk about. You know, I've been producing the show for like how like two, you know, 250 plus episodes. And like, it's fine watching the dudes do it. But like being able to do it myself, I kind of want to, I kind of want to, you know, just have a little fun with this one. But I was mandated to have to do this segment uh, in... Uh, my contract if i ever it is a clause in there uh that if i ever take over and the se- and the show ends up being all women that the segment must be called chick chat so uh yeah here's our first and last ever segment of chick chat well that's a really a uh, specific mandate yeah um i thought it was weird listen the pay was like fine i was like straight out of college uh, i i didn't care but uh in hindsight i kind of hate that but hey what are you gonna do you know hey everyone's gotta eat right everybody's gotta eat so chick chat let's just be some chicks who are chatting what do you guys you guys have anything interesting this this whole podcasting thing is weird huh oh yeah i mean i i rarely have anything to talk about anymore with the whole uh pandemic um oh but yeah something, i actually saw something interesting on my twitter feed the other day mm. you know being in marketing i'm always on social and stuff like that sure. um and someone i saw and i think you guys will have some interesting input on this someone i saw was saying that they think the use of the word sapphic by people who obviously identify as sapphic, yeah. um, they likened it to like philosophy majors saying like, oh, you've never read Marx, you've never read Engels, stuff like that, like pretension. <laughs> it's like a, an elitist. Yeah. Yeah. And I was wondering if you guys had thoughts on that. I've literally never heard of either of those people you mentioned, and I don't <laughs> know if you made them up or not. <laughs> Marx? Like yeah. Karl Marx, like, like Marxism? Marxism. Oh, <laughs> I, see, I never thought it was like Marx, like Mark and Brad. No, not Mark Marx. and Brad. No. Yeah, 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 no. yeah. Marx oh, like Karl Marx. Okay. Yes. No. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Some of us do uh, do adhere to the ideals of Marxism, but oh, it's no. different than Marxism. What is yes. a Mark? What is the tenet, main tenet of Marxism, if I may ask? Uh hot wife, shrooms. And staying close to the money. Those are the three commandments of Marxism. Now, yeah. Marxism, I don't know because I've actually never learned how to read. I, I do. I think Fair. it's uh, the the means of production belong to the people, the proletariat. Yeah. Well, there you go. I don't know. I I would say that I probably uh, toe the line of agreeing on that. Um, in I don't know. I I've never used the. I, so uh, big uh, reveal here. Uh, to all the Mark and Brad listeners, um, I am someone who identifies as a lesbian. Oh shit, uh, for me the too. Most part, yeah, me yeah. too. Wait, really? Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Oop. 
Oops All Lesbians. That's going to be the name of the episode. Oh, Oops wow. Oops All Lesbians. Wow. Gang. Yeah. You know what? I think, like, I don't think they've realized it, but Mark and Brad are kind of like pioneers in hiring diverse staff. Like, it's it's kind of weird. You'd think that these two guys are, uh, you know, you'd, you'd, you'd take one look at them and you wouldn't yeah. it, you wouldn't quite understand what the, the people that they're uplifting. You know, they're really great guys. I mean, I feel like as the head of HR, I can kind of take credit for that. I thought you worked in marketing. Yeah. Or finance. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, uh, okay. Well, that being said, as as someone who is gay and I've, yeah, I've never really, not that I don't like the word sapphic, I would just never use it to describe myself. And I mm. do, I do get the like elitism about it of like, it, it almost reminds me of when I got to college uh, and was a baby gay and was like trying to like make my way in the gay world. And there was just like very there was like two sides of it. It was like you you met the people who were like just like everything about them was like rainbows and like, boo, I'm a lesbian and like lesbian us, uh, us, uh, uh, yeah, the, like sweatbands. And, I heart booby wristbands and all of this stuff. And like very like I would say they probably use the word sapphic to describe themselves very much. Not to say that everyone who does would be this type of person, but it was yeah. very much like. If you want to exist in any kind of like heteronormative space or have any kind of life that like follows any kind of um, sense of heteronormativity, then like you're not you're it's not like you're less than but like you're just like not cool enough. You're like not gay enough. And I was like, listen, I want a hot wife with a white picket fence and a dog (laughs) and a cat and maybe some kids like I relate. Uh, I feel like the word. I f- okay, here's my feelings about uh, the the word sapphic. Uh, I feel like I will never use it unless I'm doing a bit, and I don't oh. think anyone has like. I feel like, like why? Like for I mean, first of all, we all know. I don't think anything is real, uh, especially uh, <laughs> gender and sexuality. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, I don't know. I just, I would never use it. Uh, do I own a complete, incomplete versus of Sappho book? Yes, absolutely. But I don't think I would refer to myself as a sapphic wow. person. But I also don't think it's pretentious to do so. But I do agree, agree with Mariel that it does feel like a very, like, college, like, I'm in a GSA meeting type of thing. Yeah. But I don't think it's pretentious. I'm actually kind of surprised kind of surprised by these takes i thought you guys would be more on my side which was um i get that it's pretentious because or could be perceived as pretentious because it's really just another way of saying lesbian um but i thought it was like kind of i thought about it a little bit and i was like this seems a little more inclusive of instead of like woman loving woman wlw a little more inclusive of you know other types of lesbians they them lesbians he him lesbians the whole bit um and also, I would be willing to bet that most people who say they're sapphic haven't actually read a single fragment of Sappho and that they just kind of like having like this fucking awesome ancient Greek huge figurehead in literature. Yeah. I was a lit major in college. Yeah, you um, were. Yeah. yeah, which is why I do the copywriting for the podcast. Um, is that part of marketing? Yeah, that's part of marketing. Um, or is it part of finance? No, it's part of it, Yes. Yeah. All, okay. all of that. Interesting. And yeah, I, I so I'm like I, I use the word sapphic. I also think it's just a nicer word than lesbian. I think lesbian is just kind of ugly. It's a that's rough just word. My, my it is a little bit of a rough word. Literary take. Um, yeah. I will say the only good thing to come out of Happiest Season, uh, the the film <laughs> starring uh, Kristen Stewart and the 
nice tall woman from uh, the San episode of San Junipero. Oh, yeah. is, so good. Is there is a line in the movie where a uh, San Junipero woman and her sister are fighting <laughs> in their childhood home and Kristen Stewart tries to intervene and the older sister looks at her and she says, stay out of it, Sappho. And it was <laughs> yes, like so the good. funniest yes. line in the movie and the only thing that besides Aubrey Plaza that made that movie yeah. uh, well, watchable. watchable. The older sister's Alison Brie, right? That's yeah. who it is. Alison oh, Brie, she's yeah. so hot as a bitch. She is super hot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, her best characters are like when she's like mean and not like a sexy toddler. <laughs> oh, she's like really good in Community. Like she's just so fucking funny. Mariel, have yeah. you ever seen Community? I know Kayla has. I uh, so before actually before I got to uh, the Roost uh, and you know working as an audio engineer, I right. did a little stint at Sony where um, I worked oh. in international television. Oh. And uh, one of the things I was tasked with was watching some community episodes because they were trying to figure out if they could adapt it to an international market. Turns out you really can't because <laughs> yeah. community is so tied in just all these different pop culture references. Yeah, exactly. and it's like inherently American. Also the concept of a community college, like yeah. Does that point. exist elsewhere? Like I feel like everywhere else like has yeah. like college and then like I don't, like I don't even uni. know like uni. Yeah, they have yeah. uni and it's fucking paid for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck dude. <laughs> uh well yeah no i don't know i feel like uh j- just to put a button on that i feel like sappho's like whatever use it don't use it call yourself what you want call yourself what you don't yeah that's really where i stand at the end of the day yeah everything is fake and i wish i was just a ball of light that was unperceivable on the human spectrum amorphous ball baby yeah amorphous blob 2020 yeah <laughs> yeah whatever year it is yeah Oh, God. Speaking of amorphous blobs, do you guys want to hear about Napoleon's penis? Wow, that's a great segue. Like Napoleon, Napoleon, like the, the Napoleon Bonaparte. Bonaparte. Like, uh, uh, wait, like, like, like can I? Little, little man Napoleon? Little tiny, yes. Like Napoleon syndrome? Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Napoleon yeah. complex. Napoleon um, complex, that's what it's called. So he's a short guy. Yeah. So is his dick going to be like abnormally large or is it also going to be like equally short? I want to know what the two of you think. Do you think Napoleon Bonaparte's penis is proportional, tiny or massive like Rasputin? I feel like (laughs) you're not bringing this up because it's small. Uh, Yeah. I mean, listen, short kings deserve rights, (laughs) especially short, well-endowed kings. Short, (laughs) well-endowed and also short, non well-endowed kings. Now, if you let your shortness drive you to madness and be like, be like, I need to conquer the world in spite of my shortness because everyone's made fun of me. Um, the three of us are, are I would say, pretty short. short on the short yeah. side. We're short kings, if you will. I'm average, thank you. I, I think we have BDE though. So does that? But make what? It, how tall? Does that make up for it? Five six, baby. Okay, well, that's average. Well, five fuck you. six. You know what? Go fuck yourself. All and right. my dick is also <laughs> average. <laughs> I would say uh, Napoleon. Although I would, I would hope. That he, I think he, it would make sense for him to have uh, a, a smaller um, PP, yeah, PP, PP size because of his complex. Uh, yeah, but to I don't know. I think I feel like you would bring it up. I feel like you'd bring it up because it's big. Like right. it would, it wouldn't make sense to talk about it if he had like a tiny penis. It would make sense with his like fucking tiny demeanor. All right, that's I my mean, take. Hey, hit us with the truth. Let's let's fucking get into it. Uh, longtime listeners are gonna know that what I've been ramping up to right now is our 
fan favorite segment, Uninformed, which is the part of the show where Mark and Brad usually explain something that like one of them doesn't know about. So it's like a little like, oh, we get to learn something thing, but it's like, uh, it's, it's informational while being entertaining. It's infotainment. And you know what? This is, I've, I've written so many of these. It's, it's going to be weird, like being the one to read it, you know? Uh, so, all right, here we go. Uh, Napoleon's penis, uh, just as background, I feel like we all like know the gist of Napoleon. He was like this dude that rose to power during the French revolution. He was Mm -hmm. in the military, led a bunch of campaigns, eventually became the emperor of French, of French, the emperor of France. But he also was known for putting in like laws that banned feudalism, which is good. You know, even though he was really good at conquering places, he also was like, (laughs) For the people. Uh, and he also taught the world that if you try to invade Russia, uh, don't do it because uh, the winters are so bad that they don't even need an army to fight you. The cold will just simply take you out. Some people uh, don't listen to history and were doomed to repeat themselves. I'm not going to name any names, but it rhymes with Madoff Bittler. Uh, and that didn't <laughs> end well for him either. Anyway, uh, fun facts about Napoleon. Uh, well, actually, do you guys have any 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 input about Napoleon's uh, legacy? Like, did you know that he banned feudalism? No, I didn't know no. that. Of course, they don't teach you that. Can you explain? Yeah. Can you give me a, a quick cliff notes of what feudalism is for the people? Uh, not myself. <laughs> uh, definitely not. Yeah. Me, may not know yeah. what it means. I mean, feudalism, it's like slavery with extra steps. It's basically like this guy doesn't own you, but he owns a- everything around you, okay. including the land you live on and the house you live on and the crops that you tend to. So like technically, yes, this is the land that you live on. You do not own it and you have to give most of your money and also things to uh, the man who owns the land. So what you just described is owning <laughs> uh, is basically paying a mortgage on a home that's an HOA. Yeah. Yeah, so basically, yeah, no, literally, that's feudalism, modern-day feudalism, if you really think about it. Hot. Go on. Hot. Okay, fun facts about Napoleon. Did you guys know that he was exiled twice? <laughs> For what? Where, where did they send him? Well, various things, but uh, the second time he was exiled to uh, the island of St. Helena, which is off the coast okay. of West Africa. Isn't that the mountain in, that's like uh, that's nearby? No, that's Mount St. Helen. Uh, mm. I think it's somewhere in the Midwest, and it might mm. be volcanic. Uh, someone someone can check me on that but when you guys were kids did you think volcanoes are going to be a bigger issue in your life than they are now 100 oh my god quicksand and volcanoes yes i think about super volcanoes just (laughs) erupting on like a daily basis oh yeah yeah i was 100 percent convinced that like at least twice a week i was going to have to either trudge through some quicksand and like Uh know how to get out of it and i i know that like it's easier to get out of if you just relax or sometimes if you relax and then it'll just like sink you down into the like whatever's (laughs) under there and then you'll the murky depths yeah the murky depths and then you can survive that but yeah uh volcanoes and and quicksand were 100 percent uh things that i thought that as a child in my adult life i would be dealing with much more often i will tell you now at my 29 years i have never come across a volcano nor have i come across quicksand it's funny how there are things that are just like common child experiences <laughs> like that, like that, and like your parents telling you that leaving the car on will, or the light on in your car while you're while you're I can't speak while you're driving at night is illegal. Yep. Did yeah. your parents tell you that? Yeah. That's not true. Yeah, it's right? not illegal. It's it's, <laughs> it's fucking annoying, but it's not illegal. <laughs> yeah. The way that parents are just allowed to lie to their children is honestly like it. 
there's like things that I, I i don't remember what it was but like i i said something to someone the other day and they're like what are you talking about and i was like no you know i, I don't know like if i had to make up an example it's like yeah you know like if you leave ra- a rabbit in your car overnight it helps your windows thaw out which is a like rabbit basically no no, no that's sure. basically the level of ridiculousness oh. <laughs> of the thing that i yeah. said to them and they were like that what it's not true and i was like what do you mean? That's what my, oh no, an adult lied to me at a formative age and I've just accepted this as the truth. Oh God. <laughs> and they do it in mass too. It's like yes. every parent tells the same lie. The same lie. Yeah. You know how parents are always saying that like they never got a handbook. It's like, oh, I never got a handbook on parenting. Yeah. Like no one gives you a handbook. First of all, yeah. there's like a hundred million <laughs> manuals. Oh, yeah. could, I could go on to Google and order right yeah. now. Get no, fully. Uh, Google or, or illegally download for free. Yeah. But I, I do believe that there probably is a handbook that every parent secretly gets that's like, here's things to tell your kids to fuck with them that yeah. like don't actually make sense but are annoying to you as a parent and then they'll like maybe figure it out later. I think it's a I think what happens is like the it's a secret book, like you can't purchase it. Uh, but like they have like a cross list reference of like OBGYNs. So it's like when people like go in during like their third trimester checkup, they like put them on the mailing list. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> okay, back to back to anyway, Napoleon. Yeah. Oh yeah, back to Napoleon. Uh, so basically, after he was exiled, after being defeated at the Battle of Waterloo, which is a delicious sparkling drink, I may add, uh, sparkling water drink. Most of his time was spent writing a book and sending letters to the British government about the poor living conditions. Who knew? He died in 1821, and shortly after his death, Francesco Antomarchi. I can't pronounce it. It's it looks extremely Italian. Anton Marcia, uh, the doctor who oversaw his autopsy, uh, cut off his peepee. Oh, yeah, he cut off his peepee right off post death. Yep, autopsy. Yeah, so he won't be needing it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. During his autopsy, cut off his peepee, and uh, allegedly, allegedly, uh, I have to say that legally, uh, he did it because he was either a bribed or b held a fucking grudge because Napoleon had once called him impotent. Dude, can you imagine the being that petty being that petty first of all but also (laughs) being like saying you know thinking that you're like being in a feud with someone when you're alive like think about someone that you've beefed (laughs) with in your life and then for some reason you are the one who's assigned to do their autopsy is that like serendipity that's like if like i was i'm not gonna name names joe rogan (laughs) if i was like in charge of like doing some unnamed person's autopsy and i was just like and and i just carve like a little like I win into like their shoulder blade or something. And I'm just like, all right, now to give it. Speaking of autopsies, have you ever thought about like if you donated your body to science and then like some fucking D grade student gets your body? Oh, you mean like like, my organs? Desecrates your corpse. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm not going to be here. I, I, I don't want to go in a box, right? Yeah. Like I, I'm claustrophobic and I know that in death it won't really matter, but I do feel <laughs> like I don't want my spirit to be like buried six feet under, you know, mm-hmm. I've, 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 uh, proposed a few different things to, um, my, my, uh, my significant others and my family throughout mm-hmm. my life that, um, my number one right now is that when I die, I'd like to be stuffed, uh, oh. and placed in the, um, like entryway of, of mm-hmm. the prior home that I lived in. No one like seems to be wanting to do that. Yeah. And I don't mean like, I know I that, that some countries do that. Some countries well, not necessarily stuffing, but they do have yeah different um burial rituals where they yeah. will like set up the per- the deceased in like a chair mm-hmm. or like on one of their mm-hmm. favorite things but like i don't yeah. want that i want to be like <laughs> preserved 
<laughs> and just like Gross. thumbs up, like pointing like, hey, welcome to my house. Uh, either that or I guess cremated because I don't think yeah. the, the uh, former is um, legal. Yeah. What I want to do is like falls on the opposite ends of the cremation spectrum. It's either I want to be the thing where it's like a tree urn. They put mm. your ashes with like a tree and they grow it. Or I want to be the glass dildo. Oh, I was going to say and the nothing dildo. Glass between. dildo. Yes. Yeah. No, you can't. You can't just skip past that. Please go on. Oh, they like, I think they just cremate you and they slap your ashes in a glass dildo. I think that's literally all it is. Yeah. Oh, see what I was thinking. I thought it was like a thing where it's like they pressurize your ashes until they become glass <laughs> or something like sand. Well, that would be a crystal dildo, wouldn't it? Oh, well, hey, there you go. I don't know. Do you think they're the the human, bo- the human bones render would be able to render enough ashes to create like a pleasurable crystal size dildo a pleasurable size crystal dildo do a- can ashes do ashes have the ability to become they're some- carbon right i don't know how Are any of it mostly works carbon. dude i don't i went to film school and no. I, I read I, books i, I read degree. full metal alchemist and i vaguely know the exact oh, composite yeah. of the human body maybe we can pose this this question uh maybe to the community. zoe yeah if to the can, community i don't know if uh, right, if I could tweet polls. about it. Yeah, but yeah. maybe, you know, we could find out what, what scientists out there are saying about what you can do post-ashes. and like. Sure, what? I'll have to check with Visa them. Dildo with technology. I'll have to check with legal first. Okay, so revenge revenge penis cutting. Yeah. Right. Sorry, I took us on that tangent about not wanting to be mutilated by a shitty med student. Yeah, so uh, that 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 dude, he, he, he cut off his pee-pee. And uh, ever since then, multiple people, multiple... More than three probably have uh, actually been the owners of his penis. Cool. One uh, notable one is a priest in London. Really? Uh, a priest. He just wanted it just for funsies. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to. Re- I, there was a comma there. There was a, the first one was a pr- uh, that we saw was a priest, uh, okay. a London-based bookseller, okay. and a, just a bunch of freaky body part collectors. All right. uh, and at one point, it was on display in New York's Museum of French Art in 1927. Is that considered art? It depends on what you do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I assume that the the I mean the when I when I imagine someone owns a body part, which is disgusting, uh, I'm just like, is it a talking piece? You take it out of the jar, do you touch it? Like, what do you? Uh, why? You know, you leave it on the mantle or the coffee table. Yeah, conversation starter. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. You know where they should put it? I don't know where it's at now, and I'm sure you know and will let us know, but I would like to have seen it at the, uh, do you guys ever go to one of those body museums? Yeah, like oh, the Ripley's yeah. Believe It or Not. Oh, you mean the bodies exhibit? The bodies Dude, exhibit. Yeah. That yeah. Thing, is that thing still, oh, that is the most fucked up thing I've seen in my entire <laughs> life, and I think it's weird that like my church group took a bunch of us to go see it during summer camp. Oh, really? Like, that is the one that, the thing that is burned into my retinas and my mind's eye, like my last dying thought when I leave this earth is going to be the exhibit where it's like the entire nervous system like laid <laughs> oh, out. Oh, no, I hate yeah. that fucking it's so it's so gross yeah it's terrible it's so gross and like i will never not <sighs> be able to see that image yeah i think that's actually where um my girlfriend wants to donate her body when she dies uh, oh yikes yeah uh, yikes guy gross. yeah i mean i would how cool would it be though if if instead of the body like yeah they have their bodies exhibit and it's like here's the people this is your this is your lymphatic system this is whatever but then they have a separate section you pay vip for pay uh, let's say 14.99 you add that onto your ticket and you're like it's like a carnival you get to go in and you get to see this little box and it's just like napoleon's cut off penis 
Yeah. Because you know when you go to a carnival or like you go to a fair <laughs> or something, they have like, oh, here's this like monkey with three heads or like yeah. here's this snake that has legs. Or, you right. Know, the all freaks these, of nature. The freaks of nature, right? And you have to pay like yeah. an extra dollar and then you go in and it's like so clearly like super glued together. But this one would be real <laughs> and I would pay for it. I think I might pay for it. Yeah. Wait, so have we established the size of Napoleon's member? Uh, not yet. That was the uh, that was the next line. Oh, okay. Ooh. Awesome. Uh, so, uh, drum roll, please. During during I wish I had my time on this I know. Uh, <laughs> if you if I wish the cat piss hadn't ruined your sound your soundboard because on. that would have been the perfect time. Uh, but on. according to the article. <clears throat> about the, the, the penis's time on display at the New York Museum of French Art in 1927, the Times referred to it as a maltreated strip of buckskin shoelace, and others have even called it a piece of leather or a shriveled eel. A shriveled oh. eel. Uh, so Specific. there's something there's something evocative about the phrasing of not only is it a shoelace, not is it only a buckskin shoelace, and not only is it only a strip of a buckskin shoelace, it is a maltreated. <laughs> it has been a uncared for. It has been a neglected strip of buckskin shoelace. I'm just picturing like a fruit roll, not a fruit roll up. A uh, what are the other ones? The They're not the, the long. Foot? No, no, yeah, it is a fruit roll up. A fruit roll up before you unroll it, where it's just uh, like tiny and rolled on top of each other. That's what I'm picturing. Here's my thing. They're saying it's thin, but shoelaces are long. So like, was it just like? Oh, he's got pencil dick. Okay, but yeah. again, again, it's <laughs> just like. I, I know, listen, the only two white men that I will ever defend are named Mark yeah. and Brad. They're the names of this show, of 100%. I've but, literally defended them in legal. Go on. <laughs> but I thought you worked in finance. No. Yeah. Hey, we're, we're going to talk about that after the show. It's fine. I have to say that I feel like if I were to cut off my pinky right now mm-hmm. and yeah. in 30 years someone were t- to take a look at it, it would probably yeah. not look like what my pinky looks like oh, today, yeah. right? Yeah, it would be shriveled. That's what I'm thinking. It would be shriveled. It would be ugly. It would be yeah. mistreated, maltreated. Um, and so I, this I, is a hundred years down like, the line. He yeah. died in 1821, and we didn't see his PP until 1927. Yeah, this is what f- f- uh, 50 years later. Hundo. Oh wait, no, hundred. Right? Yeah, you're right. You're hundred and five. Right, yeah, yeah hundred and six. Right. I'm gay. We, we're gay. We can't do math. We can't do math. A hundred and five years of of atrophying and and whatnot. So I wonder again uh, if we were to. I don't know what the budget is for excretion uh, excretionary pe- spending here. Yeah. Uh, at Mark and Brad, no dumb answers. But yeah. I do wonder if there's a line item for yeah. rehydrating yeah. Napoleon <gasps> Bonaparte's <laughs> penis Bonaparte. and and. And yeah. finding the actual size, I feel like it's I feel like it's it's something that would need to be done for for the sake of humanity, for science. Um, Surely that's been documented somewhere. I think we should kickstart that. Okay. Hey, we've yeah. kickstarted much uh, crazier things with Mark and Yeah, Brian, yeah, so. yeah. Like Run the balloon legal. thing. That that was hard. Well, you are legal. Balloon so. boy, it's go on. Yeah. Did you say balloon boy? No, no, no. Uh, remember we kickstarted that whole balloon thing a couple years ago. Oh, balloon thing. I thought you meant balloon boy. Remember balloon no, boy? No, no. Yeah, he's like in a rock band now. Yeah, he's cool. He's cool. We uh we I am sometimes. But but yeah, I I feel like, you know, 1821 we probably didn't have the best like pro, like non-shriveling preservation technology. Embalming techniques, yeah. And also, if it's your if it's your enemy who's cutting it off, like he's definitely not going to make sure he takes care yeah. of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What if he mutilated it? What if he cut it in half and we're only seeing like half of it? Exactly. That's what I was going to say. What if he's cut it like at the tip and he's like, "Yeah, this is the whole dick, but in actuality, it's like an eighth of it." Yeah. 
<laughs> Who's to say? Only Napoleon. Only Napoleon. If we're going to launch this uh, GoFundMe, we need to find out where where it's at. Where, yeah, where is okay. it currently? Well, <clears throat> since uh, since it was on display at uh, the New York Museum of French Art in 1927, it's been purchased by it was purchased by a collector in 1977 for $3,000, which is about $13,000 in real money, a.k.a. today's money. It's not that and much. currently it is at the uh, Zoe. You're going to love this. It's in New Jersey. <gasps> That's where I'm from. Not only, yes, where you are from. Not only is it in New Jersey, it is uh-huh. owned by the daughter of John K. Latimer, who was one of the medical investigators for the Kennedy assassination. That is what? amazing. <gasps> Napoleon Bonaparte <laughs> killed JFK. Yeah, uh, Napoleon Boner's, Boner's Bo- parts. Yes, I was belong. waiting for that Napo- joke. Too. Napoleon's Boner parts. Boner, Boner part belongs to the daughter of the head medical or one of the medical investigators of the kennedy assassination something something magic bullet but yeah but most recently i think the 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 most recent offer uh was a hundred thousand dollars to buy it from her but i i don't think she'll sell it i'm sure it's a prized possession of hers listen listen everyone has a price everyone has a price true more than 100k apparently we infiltrate Send a spy in, get yeah. in her good graces. She puts that person in her will. They get bequeathed the peepee of Napoleon Bonaparte. So you're saying that we should seduce this woman? I mean, uh, seduction's a strong word. We gotta, we gotta dirty John this woman and get Napoleon's <laughs> penis. Christ. For that dirty John, yes. Yeah, for that dirty Johnson. Listen, I'm gonna meet her. I'm gonna make her fall in love with me. I'm there going you go. To- <laughs> you're charming. You can do it. How old is she? How long she got left on this planet? Okay, so she's the daughter of a medical investigator for the Kennedy assassination. So, like, that was, like, what, 60, 64? So she's got to be, oh, she might be a MILF, dude. Oh, yeah. That wouldn't be so hard, then. (laughs) For you. Emotionally. Yeah, no. But, yeah. Wait, hold on. What do you mean appeared in Bill and Ted? His penis is in Bill and Ted, uh, Tyler? (laughs) Or are you saying Napoleon was in Bill and Ted? No, just in the movie. Oh, okay. I thought there was like a fuck. I thought it was like a set a set piece. <laughs> There's a credit. Napoleon's dick as himself. Yeah, Napoleon's <laughs> penis as him as itself. Uh okay. So uh, on that note, um I'm kinda hungry. Ooh, is it lunchtime? Some Should chicharrones. Some chicharrones. Uh I'm kinda hungry and Thinking I about think Napoleon's that's, dick. Uh I don't think I can get that from our sponsor, uh, who is DoorDash. This episode of No Dumb Answers with Mark and Brad is brought to you by DoorDash. Uh-oh, did you forget that one thing at the store and now you don't know what to do for dinner? Hey, don't even worry about it, cause your old pal DoorDash has got you covered. DoorDash connects you with the restaurants that you love, right now and right to your door. And guess what? Now you can even get grocery essentials that you need. That's right, you can get drinks, you can get snacks, you can get other household items delivered to your door in under an hour. And ordering? Super easy. All you gotta do is open the DoorDash app, choose what you want, and your items will be left safely outside your door with their new contactless delivery drop-off setting. That's right, when you're ordering, all you gotta do is click that little box, and uh, all you gotta do is pick your stuff up when it gets there. Super quick, super easy. I've done it. I love it. With over 300,000 partners in the US, Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your neighborhood go-tos, or you can choose from your favorite national restaurant chains like Popeyes, Chipotle, and the Cheesecake Factory. Fun fact, 
my favorite thing to do is order uh, two chicken sandwich meals from Popeyes. And then I'm like, oh, I'm going to have one for lunch and I'll have one for dinner. But then I eat both of them for lunch. And that is my personal secret shame. And now for a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code ANSWERS. That's 25% off up to a $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code ANSWERS. I'm going to say it one more time. I'm doing the CTA one more time. Don't forget, it's code ANSWERS for 25% off your first order for DoorDash. Subject to change and terms apply, of course. All right, let's get back to the show. So I'm looking at the notes for today's episode and, ooh, we're doing one of my favorite segments. Uh, What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? That's what would play. Uh, yeah, you know, if again, you if, I, if I had my soundboard. So um, yeah. if you guys will let me, I will go ahead and uh, I can just imitate it myself. Okay. <clears throat> What's in the box? Nice. Beautiful. <laughs> that was really good. Astounding. Yeah. Which you uh, longtime listeners know is one of our favorite segments where we answer questions uh, from you guys, the audience. Today's question is a special one that is near and dear to my heart. And it is about crypto. Oh, when you well, when you guys wrote in and said that they got a little got a little graduation money, got a little, you know, and you graduate, your mom reaches out to family members you haven't seen since you were born. They send you a hundred bucks and uh, you want to know what to do with it. Uh, so we're going to talk investments. We're going to talk crypto and we're going to talk about the staggering loss that I may or may not have suffered at the hand of GameStop. Uh, <laughs> OK, well. So uh, I know, Mariel, I know you love crypto. I know you love stonks. Uh, Which one do you want to start with? Um, Let's get into some GameStop. I feel like even though that happened a while ago, like it was on the rise as as late as yesterday. Yeah, dude, yesterday. uh, So we're recording this uh, on the 26th of February. And uh, yesterday, after uh, being driven down to prices of like 30 40 50 dollars and making me uh lose all faith in humanity uh it did shoot back up to 200 for one blissful second and i think it's hovering in the low 100s right now i did see that this may have been another uh hedge fund attack to make the numbers kind of fluctuate to get people to get retail investors to uh, god this is going to be boring for people who don't care about stocks uh to get retail (laughs) investors to uh uh, try and sell off their shares to like minimize the amount of loss uh that they incur but i'm i'm holding baby i'm diamond hands till the here's, end i just like the stock you know? here's the thing to know about about robin hood and about mostly robin hood right robin hood yeah. is not oh, that cuck like you you have to look into it with like you can't be like oh i'm gonna build my my retirement fund through robin yeah. hood robin yeah. hood is legal gambling oh robin fully. hood yeah. is is oh, yeah. uh having Easy access to uh-huh. just doing off the wall batshit yeah. buku crazy. It's bets. for yoloing. It's for uh, yoloing. It's, it's for, for me. Basically, it's yeah. for us. It's for yeah. us who have uh, we well not really. We don't really have money to spare, but you know sometimes you just need a little. <laughs> you just need a little fun pick me up, and you want to put and you want to buy thousand dollars in Dogecoin, and then yeah. you want to watch that little Doge go to the moon. Yeah, I'm a, you want to you want to diamond hands that one special uh, stonk to the moon. And uh, the thing about that is, so I've been on Wall Street bets for like, uh, I, I won't say I joined like last August or September. Uh, I, I got so much money on Tesla that like, I really should have listened to the, the GameStop thing at the very beginning and I got in like a little too late. Mm. Uh, but 
because I'm a, a memester, I, I did invest uh, $420.69 of my Christ. own money <laughs> into GameStop, <laughs> uh, which is like fine. Listen, half of that was my Tesla, my Tesla money, and uh, the other half was uh, utilities, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> what's important is that my weed stonks hit. There was like a dude. There was like a boom a couple weeks ago, and I think I made like I should have sold. I should have just sold everything because I knew it was gonna dip again. I should have sold and then just like rebought when it dipped. But like one of my like weed stocks, I made like one twenty five on it, and I bought in at like eight. Like it's like they were eight dollars shares, and then they like Mm -hmm. jumped up to forty, and I like sold half and then like kept the rest and they plummeted again. Was that Sundial or a different one? Uh, it was Sundial. It was a mixture. Well, uh, it was a Tilray that jumped up super high, and I sold it, and now it's back down low. But Sundial is a pretty good. I bought that one pretty cheap, so that one's gonna be like whatever. And then like a Afa and Tilray were the other two I had. But yeah, I I feel like uh. Listener, uh, the real money is actually in psychedelics if you're trying to get on, on the ground floor. Listen, weed, it's it's going to be legal. Like, that's fine. Big weed's not going to let us little retail investors make any money on it. If you want to get in on the ground floor, listen, I am not a financial advisor. But if you want to get in on the ground floor of the next big boom, just start looking at the psychedelics. I'm telling you. <laughs> I am not a financial advisor. Follow me for more financial advice. <laughs> <laughs> literally though uh but also you know i'm not a financial advisor i'm the one who's down a little, a little over half a stimmy on a GameStop stock so <laughs> listen uh you know i i while i love the stonks i always say uh go put max out your company's 401k if you have one start <laughs> yeah. an ira maybe have yeah. some fun money to throw a dogecoin but yeah. Or not, or fuck it, YOLO it. You know, do we still yeah. say YOLO? I know Mark and Brad always say it, so it's still kind yeah. of stuck in my head. Yeah, uh, I I fully. Oh, dude, there was a moment where my port, like my four hundred one k portfolio, it was so sexy. I was like, ooh, look at you, look at you all growing up. And then like something, something happened. I don't know. Some Elon Musk probably tweeted something, and I was like down five thousand dollars in one day. <laughs> yeah, dude, you can't look at that kind of stuff. You got to set no, it and forget it. Gotta roll with Check that, it out dude. in sixty years. Yeah. And just hope there's not a recession in 60 years. Yeah, I'm literally never going to like look at it until I'm l- about to retire. <laughs> Are either of y'all invested in Zometica? What is that? That's the big one I've been hearing about. That sounds like something you just made up. Yeah. No, I know. It sounds Zoe like Manica. my nickname. Um, no, it's like a veterinary, a veterinary company that does like they have their own product that no one else makes. So people were uh, thinking that they were going to boom in March and it did for a little bit. It seems to be like yeah. a little bit of a roller coaster, but yeah. I don't know anything about stonks. I just throw like five bucks into a stock and just see what happens. Listen, uh, Zoe, I don't believe in animals. Right? They don't oh. believe in me. So <laughs> that, That's new. <laughs> like, like, like supporting them or their existence? Yeah, both. <laughs> I just don't trust them. That cat and that dog you got back there, I don't like them. Yeah. They're doing Whoa. fishy stuff back there. Whoa. You listen. haven't seen it. You haven't seen it, but I've been watching it. Listen, I don't I don't care for uh so we have a we have an open clause clause uh in our company culture booklet and basically the clause clause is that you can bring your pet into the office as long as they are well trained. And unfortunately that includes any kind of pet. So we do have a lot of little furry beasts walking around the office at any given time doing things like chewing on queso caps and you know what it's fine like there's this i'm looking at this gargantuan cat if i'm being honest it's and i don't mean that in terms of like 
build. I mean, it, it might be the thickest cat I've seen in my entire <laughs> life. It is a, a a chunky a chunky little baby, which is also setting off my allergies. So I apologize for the stuffiness of my voice. You guys ever bring pets in? Yeah, I mean, I bring my dog in sometimes, but she doesn't like other dogs very much, so I try to avoid wait, it. Wait, is your dog? Is your dog the one that the murder that, dog? Yeah, you, you had that's your dog. Yeah, I had the murder dog. Bro, I've seen the I've seen the murder dog. Uh, just the one time I heard I heard the murder attempt. Yeah, but though. she's cute, right? No, she she was very cute, like, except for when she tried to murder. Eh, that's fine. There's I, also falcons in the office. Sorry, go on. Well, I was just gonna say I don't really care for you know, this. Uh, this isn't the first incident with the the cat piss. I mean, it's it's been all sorts of things. I don't know why animals tend to piss on our servers. Uh, this is literally like the seventh time this has happened. So I just I don't. I'm really telling care you, it's the for, it's the heat. It's the heat they throw off. I guess. Reminds them of their mother's womb. Yeah, or maybe there's like a high pitched whine that we can't hear that animals can. You know. Maybe. Maybe. I gotta say, cat piss is like pretty high on the list of rank things that exist. It's in the this world. worst. Oh, it's, it's like the stinkiest. The, it's the worst thing. smell in the world. It's the stinkiest. I don't know why. Yeah. Cat, like, uh, it, it's you know going back to Phoebe Buffet, smelly cat. What are they feeding you? Because <laughs> I, uh, that that large cat behind you. Not that I know anything yeah. about her, but um, yeah. I I know what she eats, and she eats good. She she eats too good to be having yeah. those things come out of her. Yeah. the way they'd be smelling sometimes so well i mean the worst thing about having cats in the office is there we so uh, basically it i call it the communal litter box but what mark and brad have orchestrated is it's like a it's like a system of about 12 litter boxes laid out in a three by four grid and uh it's it's gross uh i do not care to walk by it i don't know why they put it on the way to the kitchens wait uh, i think I it's to deter us from getting the free snacks is that that's for the cats I've been using that. Oh, I've been using it. Yeah. Same. No, that's for the cats. Oh, shit. Then I was wondering. I was like, who's taking these tiny shits in here? <laughs> I was like, I thought this, this was my bathroom. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, no. Oh, um, shit. My bad. <laughs> no, the employee litter boxes are actually in the east wing, not the, not uh, the west wing. Oh, okay. Yeah. My, that's my bad, y'all. Um, I'll... I'll I'll see if I can scoop them up, baby. I just wanted to feel presidential when I took a shit. No, it's okay. (laughs) So I wanted uh, to go in the West Wing. (laughs) It's okay. Uh, I I understand the confusion. Uh, But back to crypto. Have you guys forayed into crypto? Can I tell you, my biggest win, I think, financially, was uh, I bought, like, $20 worth of, like, dog coin. Doge, uh, please. Dogecoin. I don't know. And uh, Dugi, I've heard a lot of pronunciations. (laughs) of dogecoin in uh like 2018 i think mm-hmm. yeah and when it was like 0.0001 cent to share yeah so seeing it in when it hit a penny and i was like oh i why where did this money come from <laughs> and now it's at like five cents and i'm just like this is not gonna last i should cash out at some point and then the like kermit like the Kermit Darth Vader meme is like over my shoulder, like put 20 more in. Yeah. Uh, My housemate um, bought back in whenever it had just like crypto had just started being like a thing. Um, He bought um, Bitcoin and then decided to sell that in favor (gasps) of Dogecoin. Oh my God. Which was the biggest mistake anyone's ever made in the history of investing. When I, when I think about crypto, all I think about is I remember my, Freshman year of college, I was in my like public speaking class 
and uh, this dude gave a presentation on Bitcoin and how to do it and how he was like super into it. And I'm just like, he has to be a millionaire right now. Like that dude has to be a fucking millionaire right now because he was like mining Bitcoin at the beginning. And I'm just like, there's like, he's got to be like, he probably has like, like fuck you money right now. Oh, absolutely. Oh, the dream. Like, oh, anyway, uh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm huddling uh, all of my meme stocks and my meme crypto, and uh, I think everyone else should too. Diamond hands to the moon, baby. Hey, to the moon. All right, tendies. That's all I know. <laughs> tendies. <laughs> Dude, it's disgusting how much and how long I've been on Reddit. I looked at my profile because I figured I should probably make one like for work so that people don't see all the weird stuff I actually look at on Reddit. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> it, they said I've been on there for like. Like six years and nine months or Jesus. something. Jesus, I started I an account last month. Really? Yeah. Uh, the first and only comment I ever made was on like a forum for like short lesbians about the best <laughs> pants to buy. <laughs> and with that, that. Is so on brand <laughs> that it's physically hurting me. <laughs> I it's like one post. In like fucking 2011, that's just like, hey, here's here's a here's I'm five two. I weigh this much. I think in like 2011, I was probably like 105 pounds. Uh, it was like, hey, I'm five two. I'm 105 p- pounds, and here are the jeans I buy that require that actually fit me and like let you serve mask realness. Uh, so. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. To be completely honest, my only Reddit comment is about this podcast. Someone posted oh. like, happy birthday, Mariel. And then someone was like, oh, I'm so excited for her podcast. And someone else replied, who the fuck is Kayla? Uh, and I was just like, hey, <laughs> they're like, the trailer hasn't aired. I was like, bitch, yes, it has. So I just yes, said that. And yeah. that's literally all I've done on Reddit. That's weird that they wouldn't know what the show is because it's been on for so long. I know. 269 yeah. episodes. You could just yeah. Google it. It's everywhere. This is, yeah. This is literally the 269th episode. All you have. Everybody knows Mark and Brad. They're big yeah. names. They're right up there with Joe Rogan, uh, Guys We Fucked, and the Caller Daddy podcast. They are Yo. equally as famous as all three of those things I just said. We're yeah. on top of all of the Apple podcast charts. All every single one of them. The only one that matters is the Apple chart, as we know. Yeah. Right. Speaking of apples, I have no segue. <laughs> what are you Speaking trying to apples, segue to? Listen, you guys, I feel like the servers are heating up again. Yeah. I'm kind of worried about, I feel like I hear the cats in the distance. Dude, I, I feel like I'm traumatized from those fucking cats. And also the ice storm. Uh, but Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, dude, that was, that was a that was a rough week. Uh, we still, I mean, we got a show up, which was shocking. But that boy was a boy was it a a nightmare to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of the one of the harder one of the harder uh, ones to produce. Uh, and honestly, what I should have just done was this, where uh, we got who we could get to do it instead of what I actually did was. Um, so I don't have. I I I physically. Uh, drove around uh, to everyone's house, picked them up, rounded them up. Uh, we had one person who had a generator in their house that had precisely enough power to power one MacBook with uh, two mics attached to it. Uh, we recorded uh, in their basement, uh, which was the only place that had a little bit of warmth. Uh, it was the opposite. They double insulated the basement. Who did? Who the thought? Uh, and yeah, that's where the guys recorded. So if you... Well, I guess you can't listen to last week's episode because the servers went down. But uh, when you do, 
Uh, the reason why it sounds so cavernous and echoey is because we were, in fact, in someone's basement. Yeah, Absolutely. just definitely check that out after Mariel's digitized everything. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get there. I'll get I'll get to it. Once the cat piss is cleared away. Yeah. I think I got to suck it out with a straw, but I'm working on it. <laughs> Dis- disgusting. You know, uh, yeah. So, hey, we're we're at about an hour uh i think that i think this will this will be good it's just a you know this is just if we're being honest a placeholder until the boys get back uh maybe they'll get back in time uh before we're supposed to drop the next episode and they'll be able to record the actual episode and this will just like go into the unheard annals of Mm. podcast history you know or maybe we'll put it on the uh the patreon or something who's to say oh yeah but uh i i think this was good yeah, this is great. This is fun. Um, you know, I probably we probably won't do it again. But no, thanks for God thanks no. for having me, Kayla. Yeah, um, thanks for get... having us, Kayla. Yeah, it, it was nice talking to you. Like I said, Mariel, we we worked together for since basically the beginning of this thing, and Zoe is also here. Uh huh. Doing something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't I don't know, guys. This is fun. Like we got to like play podcast hosts. You know, I know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe we should start our own thing or something. I don't yeah, know. no, it's kind of crazy. The guys would never let us do that. But, no, you know, you know, would know be a good name for it. What? Oops, all lesbians. Oh, I was gonna say, give it to me straight. Mm. Oh my god, give it to me straight's even better. That's great. Uh, I I don't know. The SEO on that sounds like garbage, though. <laughs> I get. Yeah. So hey, uh, let's wrap. Uh, you guys got anything you want to close with? Uh, no. Happy whatever day this is that you're listening to. Uh, yeah. Make sure you you subscribe to all things Mark and Brad wherever you can find them. I was just going to say wear a mask. That too. Please. Just that. Yeah, wear a mask. Mark and Brad but... don't really push for that so much, but I think I may as well take the opportunity. Yeah, they, they said that they um neither believe or don't believe equally in the fact that masks even exist. And I, I did not want to get into it with them because I, the last time I brought up metaphysics, it was a whole thing and I, I almost got fired. So I'm, I, uh, you know, yeah, that's, that's yeah. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. Can't you know how there. the boys are. Mm-hmm. Oh, but we love them. We love them. Uh, but yeah, no, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, as always, you can find us wherever you can find podcasts. Uh, we are now being hosted on roosterteeth.com. Uh, we joined their network, which coincidentally, our network, our, our our studios was already called The Roost, so it was, and so was theirs. It's crazy. Serendipity. Uh, crazy, it's, it's, it's serendipity. Uh, crazy how things work out that way. But yeah, no, I had a great time doing this. Uh, follow all the socials. We are at Ask Mark and Brad at both Instagram and Twitter, uh, which I guess Zoe is yep, in charge been running of. running those for however long the show's been going. Sure. Years. 268 episodes, baby. Huh. 60 mm-hmm. 69 but yes I, th- uh, I thought this was the 69th yeah 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 cool sure and uh nice. also don't forget to send your listener questions to our email which is ask mark and brad at gmail.com but yeah thanks for listening uh tune in next week uh where mark and brad will hopefully be back from uh mexico i have actually have to make a couple calls about that and uh speaking of mexico please don't forget that uh, Ted Cruz is a bitch who fled to Cancun in the middle of a winter storm, leaving everyone, all of his constituents, to freeze, and he should not be re-elected to whichever political party he belongs to. This is not a political statement. It is just a fact that he is a slime ball, and I don't care what party he belongs to. And everyone, hey, have a good week. <laughs>